Two Shoes podcast. I'm Ellie. I'm the daughter half. And I'm Becky. I'm the mom half. And it's frigid out. Well, we finally hit fall temperatures, and we always start out by talking about the weather. This is not probably a necessary thing, right? I know, but it always leads well into other things, like the fact that I really want to bake something because it's so cold out. I saw this recipe that was so cute on Pinterest, and basically, you know cake pops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I also know K-pop. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, you take your cake pops, and then once they're on their pop stick, you just like put little lines around all of them, like on the sides, kind of like roll it like this, and then you dip them in like, like chocolate or some sort of, I think they use chocolate, but it's like orange chocolate, and then they use little chocolate chips, and they're like pumpkin cake pops. Oh. And they're so cute. And I've been seeing a lot of stuff like that. And I really, or like the cute little cookies. I really want to make cookies. I think pies are obvious, but they're also a lot of work for not a lot of gain. And and Costco pies are really cheap. They're. And delicious. El delicioso para el chipo. That was awful for everyone listening and me. I had one year of Spanish and I flunked. Just kidding. You did not. <laughs> I got like a D. I barely passed computer be quiet computer wait i just remember do you remember that scene from um the lego movie like a batman movie i want to watch the movie again i keep seeing clips of it and it's so funny we own it did we you actually know yes own it? yes we should watch it it's so funny everyone's yeah. everyone keeps using the sound with like the um pewter how do you just like something something that's a batmobile and it's like pewter are you listening and everyone's using that sound right now because it's like, oh. popular but it's making me remember that it's so funny or the scene with like the I can't remember where it's like the the no 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 dance. He's like jumping off all the stairs. He's like no 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 no. He's like trying to get him to socialize. Oh. Yeah, those are more of your memories than mine. Okay, well that makes it up because I can't remember half my childhood. So, you help me with that. I'll reinterpret Lego Batman movie scenes for you. Thank you. Perfect pair. It works out. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I this is. I like the beautiful scenes of fall and winter. I don't like how cold it makes my body. So yes. I've entered my seven-month season of wearing 18 layers. and It's begun? Yep. Officially? It has begun. Was yep. it today? Yep, this morning when I couldn't bear the thought of getting out of my warm <laughs> bed to reach for my clothes, which I had already pre-set out like within arm's length. And even that was like, I can't expose my arm. <laughs> Like, what am I thinking? I should have slept with my clothes under the sheets <laughs> with me, which I have done before, by the way. Desperate times. Yeah, so that they're nice and body warm when you put them on. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Everything's wrinkle-free these days. Honestly, it's kind of smart. Yeah. I had the same thing. I was I was getting out of bed this morning, and I didn't want to be. That's pretty much it. I don't. Yeah. I was just like, this is frigid, and I no part of it. Thankfully, I started this thing um, where I just have my fuzzy socks on my side table so as soon as I get them on because that's the hardest thing is getting those little toes out and they do not want to come out because it's frigid so I just slip my little socks on and wiggle downstairs and get some coffee and try and ignore the fact that I'm losing feeling to my lower half of my body we keep our house cold we don't actually not in like the broad sense of the word it's honestly just kind of like just started getting cold like actually cold cold oh yeah I I mean but like in general you know we on the colder side i've been to people's houses that are significantly colder during the winter oh okay Um, but also i was working at the farm today and it was quite quite frigid honestly and i was working out 
and like potatoes and stuff and picking eggplants if you guys like eggplants that's really cool for you but personally they're torture and they taste really weird and it feels like you're chewing on squishy gum but it's like someone else's gum so we need to find some good eggplant recipes yeah. it looks like that, yeah that's the moral of the story it feels like the like the cousin who like comes to the gatherings but like nobody knows who they are or really likes them and you're just like cool but they're like i'm here it's like oh did you have to be though that's what it feels like eggplant is <laughs> oh my gosh which of your cousins is eggplant? <laughs> Anyways. Um, any other life dev? I went on a retreat for youth group, which was super duper fun. It was a blast with all my friends. And we also just got to like learn a lot of really cool things. The messages were really good. They had some time where you were able to just like spend time with God. Um, and I thought it was really well structured. And it was just, I don't know, it was a very good time spiritually. But also it wasn't so boring. Like I had a really good time with a lot of friends and just grew some relationships that um, not necessarily needed it, but like we're just not as deep in the are And I was, I had a very good time. Grateful for it. I'm glad. Same. Yeah. You guys came back pretty wiped. I don't think you're fully recovered yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. I do apologize because I'm a crab stack today. Um. So, <laughs> warning if if crabby Ellie comes on, I'm sorry to everyone. It's just that I'm exhausted and probably sick. Yes, I told Krabby Ellie to eat a little bit before we recorded, so that <laughs> maybe maybe she'd be less sharp towards me. Sorry. <laughs> so what are your plans afterwards? Do a little schoolwork? Schoolwork, tea, blankets, fuzzy socks. Um, nah, that's about it. I was going to call, do some calls for um, work, but I don't have to anymore. And really, I... I think I'm going to say this publicly so that I have peer pressure from people I don't see, but like it'll be like, oh, I told people publicly. So be prepared to be my motivation, everyone. I'm working on a song, and I really want to finish it by the end of the month. End of the month. That means I actually have to work on it and get it recorded, which means I actually have to finish some things. Um, I'm kind of procrastinating because I know that this next section is kind of extremely annoying, but now I've said it in front of everyone on the biggest stage that I own so this will be my motivation so that's something I'd like to work on today if I could but will you be sharing it with your stage I don't think so why we could just upload the audio right to the thing here's the thing I actually had this conversation with a friend the other day um and she was like oh I can't wait to hear what your song is and obviously I'm gonna share it with my friends and family because it's something that I've been working on but it's also like I was telling her like I do want to share it with you but I also want you to like la 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 your way through it because it's as much as it's like the most one of the most therapeutic things is to write music because like when you listen to a song you're like oh my gosh that just like fits so perfectly and you just want to scream your heart out it's like when you write your own music you get to see what hear what the lyrics are and make the lyrics and so when you sing it it's like oh my gosh this is perfect this is everything because you made it but that also means that when other people listen to it it's extremely vulnerable and ah yes I have to be like I, like, I don't want to get the looks of, like, oh, you think that. That's cool. Do you need help? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I think it's going to be good, and I'm really, really proud of it so far. Um, but I'm also just, I don't know. I think I'll probably end up sharing it, but we shall see. We shall see indeed. Well, I mean, I like that, you know, you're able to have a job in the morning and still come home and do your school and, you know, one of the reasons that you have that freedom is because you're homeschooled. But that wasn't always the case. So why don't you talk to our listeners about your journey? Most Now, to be fair, you've been in and out of public school, private school. 
and homeschool, you've done it all. Like you've kind of been able to speak to all perspectives. But um, most recently you started homeschooling. This will be your second year. Um, but what, what was it like before? Like where, how did you come to that decision? Obviously yeah. it was a family choice because, you know, you don't get to just choose that for yourself. But yeah. yeah, no, I think it's really good. I mean, when we were talking about this, I was just thinking I kind of looked back and realized that I've like mentioned this kind of situation bits and pieces here and there. Um, and probably people who have been listening for a while have put put things together. But on a whole, um, I've never really shared like what that journey looked like, um, the reasons behind it and stuff like that. Um, and kind of just my reasons for deciding to go into homeschool. Um, uh, as far as homeschooling itself, if you're curious about my own opinions on that, we have an episode about homeschooling versus um, public schooling, um, which I go into really good depth. We had a fun guest, um, so that's definitely one to look back on. But as far as my like current situation, um, just like why did I start? Like, what was the reason? Yeah. For starting. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm was guessing the, like, it was more than one reason. Yeah, there was a chunk. Um, <laughs> it was. It's almost. It's a year ago now, right? Because it was. Well, no. Like a little over. Because it was, this This is my second year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we made the decision pretty late in the game. Like you were all geared up for 10th grade. Yeah. So yeah, it was. that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand when I say that I'm homeschooled. Um, first of all, they always are like, oh my gosh, I couldn't tell. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a compliment or what am I supposed yeah. to say to that? They're like, wow, you don't see homeschooled at all. I'm like, yeah, what, yeah, that could mean so many different no, things literally. based on people's experiences. Exactly. It's basically, I do it based on their expression. Because yeah. If they're smiling, I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I just, I get out a lot. It's good. And if they're like, you don't seem homeschooled at all. I'm like, I do a lot of studying. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> like, weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so going into 10th grade, I did my 9th grade year at this school, 7th through 9th. And then 10th grade year, I was literally signed up for all of my classes. Um, yeah, school was. Making plans for friends. School was in weeks. Yeah. It was in like three, right? It was something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, And I was driving to some sort of dentist appointment or something with my dad, and he was just kind of asking me um, long drive. So we got talking, and he was like, So what are your plans for this year? And I was like, "Um, Well, I want to focus more on art because it's something I'm really interested in, and I think I want to go into tech theater because that kind of is a really good use of that skill and stuff. He's like, Okay, but like, what do you want to do with that? And I'm like, what? Um, and he's like, respectfully, like, where does that really set you up? Because, you I mean, you're going to go into 10th grade, your junior year, or, like, your um, sophomore sophomore year. Like, what is that really going to look like for you? And I kind of didn't have an answer. I was like, oh, it doesn't really have set me up for anything. Like, that doesn't... Because you have all anywhere. these, like, classes that you're required to take. Mm-hmm. And these were just... you were, As I recall, all you talked about was your electives. Like, mm-hmm. all the fun... Like extra classes. Yes, exactly. Um, and in my opinion, and frankly, given the choices that I had, those felt like the smartest choices for me because it was pursuing something I was interested in that I would be able to learn more about. Um, but we started talking and we kind of just got on the conversation of like things that I wanted to do with my future. Um, and one of the biggest ones was entrepreneurship and business. Um, and he was talking to me and he's like, I'm going to be honest with you, like going the way that you are right now with your schooling, I don't really think you're going to be able to pursue a lot of these things as much as you want to um and you're kind of wasting a lot of time <laughs> okay sheesh that hits um and so we kind of just started talking he was like okay, okay you're interested in entrepreneurship you're interested in business would you want to start your own business so i'm like yeah of course he's like what would you want to start i'm like i really want to start a cafe um and there's kind of just like a silent pause and he was like 
okay, so why don't you stop going to school and start a cafe? It's like, oh. And it was kind of the shock for a second, but then as I kind of ran it through my head and was running these laps in my brain, I was like, oh wait, that actually kind of works. Um, so we got, got we got talking and it was couple like a week or so after um, we came home and uh, for, not <laughs> we were gone at the dentist for a week yeah um, we came home we kind of discussed it with you it was about a week of just kind of talking um, and then I was kind of came to the conclusion I'm like yeah I want to go forward with this I want to stop going to the school um, that I've been going to for the last three years and I want to be homeschooled and be able to study business and with the intent of starting my own cafe at the end of the year um, I think when I tell people that, it's it sounds a little too nonchalant. In the moment, it really was a big deal. I had friendships that basically were were my closest friendships. It, from 7th to ninth grade um, really is only three years, but it's one of the most fundamental times um, in, high, like in schooling in general. Um, those are the friendships that really stick is this change from middle school to high school, and those were my closest friendships. So I knew that it was going to be really hard to leave that. I knew that there were a lot of teachers that I had good connections with, um, good relationships with, and I knew that I would have been able to go through high school with, like, fine colors. Like, I knew I would have been able to... Do a lot of achievements. Exactly. And like I mean, you'd already been pegged as the new editor for the school mm-hmm. paper, and you were only going to be in 10th grade. There was a lot of opportunities there, is what yes, you're saying. exactly. So when I say that I made this decision, it definitely wasn't just like oh I don't really have that many friends at school and I'm not getting great grades this will just work out anyway like it was really tough for me to make that decision Um, but ultimately I came to the conclusion that I was like if I'm truly friends with these people then these friendships are going to last and if I'm only going to choose this schooling option because of that um, then I'm doing my future self an injustice because there are opportunities that not a lot of people have that are being given to me right now that if I don't take I might not see again Um, so as scary as it was to do that especially going into sophomore year, which there was just going to be a lot of changes. It was kind of a big deal. Um, I ended up going through with that, and I homeschooled my sophomore year. Um, so also, am I, like, skipping anything? I no, can't remember. no. I mean, we can skip over the fact that then Ethan joined you at the last minute as well. But yeah. um, that so, but I stuck you on a curriculum that was pretty all-inclusive mm-hmm. like intensive yes um which isn't a bad curriculum but just took up a lot of the hours of your day and mm-hmm. so you were trying to carve out a time to exclusively work on this business plan with your dad and he had taught this at the technical college level so he still had all the materials for like an entrepreneurial like a business startup so the, the only details that I was just going to add was that you reserve Fridays for assignments from your dad mm-hmm. and like you guys worked on a lot because he at the time when you first started homeschooling he had a different job where he had every Friday off and so um, I had rearranged my work schedule so now my Fridays are off so like the three of us would be home this was probably for like a month or two where you would have like a normal school week doing your regular assignments and then on Fridays would be like technical college for you Mm -hmm. essentially and you guys did like field trips you did research you did all this stuff looking into like the feasibility of a coffee shop Mm -hmm. and more even more niche than that I've that was the end goal but it was even just learning entrepreneurship in general like really taking the uh street kind of smart kind of street smart experience that I had with starting my own businesses and just starting my own endeavors in general and putting some numbers and factual understanding to it all um, it was 
business model design. It was um, how to you know explain your business model to an audience. It was it was a range of things, and it was really really good to learn. Honestly, mm-hmm. I use a lot of the stuff that I learned from that class still. But that being said, if you know me, you knew know that I do not own a coffee shop. <laughs> right. Um, and that was a consequence of Daddy getting a different job, mm-hmm. a teaching job at the school that you had just left. Yes. So that was definitely a turn of events. <laughs> yes. I think honestly in retrospect, if he had been he had been kind of thinking that they might offer him work at the end of the the previous school year, like the end of your ninth grade year, because mm-hmm. he had just been a substitute teacher. And June came around and they didn't offer him a job. And so that's why he started looking other places. But then he at the very end of October of last year or two years ago, um, he got, or was it last year? Oh my gosh, it's all blending. I'm normally the one who's really good at this. You um, can't remember, there's no hope. <laughs> no, it must have been last year. So he's been teaching for a full year now. But um, anyway, he he got offered this job. And that completely changed the trajectory. Like if he had been offered the job in June, I don't think we would have pulled you because he wouldn't have had the time to be teaching you. And yeah. So that's the thing that when I look back on it, it's it's 110% God because um, I went into this with the full intent of starting running and just going with a coffee shop. But hopefully the plan was to have it started by May of that next mm-hmm. year. Um, so basically a school year of studying and designing and creating this business. We had um, people who were involved. We had a location. We had pe- like a guy come out and look at the area. We had connections. We'd gone to the meetings. We had people who had given us the permission. Like everything was ready to go. Yeah, you had grants lined up. You had an investor lined up. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and um, I not even in a blamey way, but I do take a lot of credit for that. Like this was not even just like people like oh like it was just your dad's thing. It's like no, I was putting in a lot of work for this. I was speaking at these meetings and giving these proposals. Um, and people were saying, okay, you're young, so what do you know? And I was showing them what they knew, and I was giving all of my effort into this because it was something that I really felt like I wanted to do. Um, so when this position came along and he ended up taking this job at the school I just left as a teacher, I kind of was like, respectfully, what the heck? I gave up all of my relationships and all of this potential that I had at this school to work towards something we were going to work towards together just for you to up and leave. Um, I never really like blamed him for that. I knew it was situational. I knew it was a part of God's plan. Um, but it was very, very frustrating for me. And frankly, I didn't really know what to do. I was like, that was my, that was what I was working towards. Now I have all this free time. Now I have this entire year, which was going to be devoted towards something that doesn't exist anymore. Um, so I, like, won't deny, that was really, really hard for me. Um, that was a couple months of just figuring out what the heck I'm doing mm-hmm. with my life now. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you, people who don't go to, like, a building school, when you're in that environment, that is your life. And so when I was homeschooled, my life was this business. Um, and when that got taken away, I kind of had to figure out what I was doing with my life anymore. Um, so that was really hard. I was kind of figuring out, okay, so what are my hobbies? What are things that I enjoy? I needed to kind of figure out myself again. Um, and it sounds kind of silly. People are like, oh, you're, you're young, like whatever. But the fact is, is that um, I had a lot of myself tied up in a lot of things. And when those things got taken away, I kind of realized that like, oh, I'm still me. But now what am I? Um, and so there was a lot of like development that happened in that time, especially with my walk with God. Um, I... 
honestly I think about a lot of times I would really love to talk to the Ellie um, that was going into 10th grade before all of this because I've changed so much in the last year and a half um, in in so many different ways but especially with my faith um, it just really became my own during that time because I was left with hours to myself and I was thinking and I was thinking and I was just like what am I doing how can I call myself a Christian when I'm not acting on all of these things when I barely read my Bible when I don't understand the why behind all of this when this is really just my parents faith mm. um, so that was really challenging but it was also really really convicting in the best way um, and so I started kind of just delving headfirst into figuring out what that looked like for me um, I got you know I got a new Bible that was something that I could actually study in and I started um, which to... which we've talked about mm-hmm. in a different podcast yeah. how God arranged that exactly um, and I started kind of diving into my studies I um, was going to my youth group more. I don't know if I started then, but I started probably around that time because that's when we got our new youth pastor. Was that around that time? But I was a bit before, right? Yeah. Um, but I wasn't really going consistently. Um, but basically, I just tried to get myself more involved with that and kind of just like figuring out what me was. Um, you were at one point. May I add something? Yeah, totally. Um, I know last year around this time you were like backing off of playing guitar and worship like you weren't quitting worship team at church but you were kind of like I don't really feel like doing this anymore Mm -hmm. and um and I wonder if that was part of it too where you were like putting your whole self into the cafe side of it um but then you know that was like when your dad started working at the school that was the beginning of November so it was really just two months later and we started this podcast Mm. and that I think was also a part of you trying to figure out I don't have this cafe platform but I can do other things and I think this podcast was born out of that I don't know that it ever would have came about if you had still been on track for that original goal Mm -hmm. um I and and, Lord knows it wouldn't have if I'd stayed in school oh yeah no not at all um no certainly not and the other thing is that to bring music background is you were just talking about I've written a song and I know you've written more songs that you haven't completed but you want to just complete one at a time which is fine um and like I don't know that you were doing much writing music writing then like that's something that you've really stepped into you've been stretching yourself with learning like some difficult you know more difficult guitar um techniques and you even like were asked to learn bass at church and like you've been working on your voice like your vocals your harmonies and stuff like that and that's being noticed so I do think it's interesting that when the main thing that you thought your whole point was got removed you you scrambled a bit as a person would understandably and then you started to lean into other things that you were super passionate about actually and um I just think that that's just a I don't have like a re- resolution. I just think yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's 100% what it was because um, like that was my purpose. That was my drive. That was my whole existence. Um, and I, as I've said a hundred times on this podcast, like when I don't have something that I'm working towards, I really just kind of feel like very depressed. Like I'm not myself when I don't have something that I'm working towards. Um, little things, little goals, but big picture for me is what keeps me going. Um, and to a fault sometimes there's, I had to, learn that when that got taken away um I really felt like God was asking me like which of these is actually more important to you because you might not always have a big goal but you're always going to have me and you can't be living for this you need to be living for me 
Um, and I still struggle with that a lot. It's very easy for me to put my value in uh, the achievements that I want to work towards and titles and just uh, the stigma, not the stigma, what's the, what's the, what's the positive connotation of stigma? Um, like association, I guess. Sure. Um, around things that I would achieve. Like, oh my gosh, you did that so young. Like, whatever. Um, I That's something that I struggle with a lot. But that was definitely something that I was learning. Um, and yeah, I was thinking about the other, the other day. Um, how guitar, I I wanted to quit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had been doing it for years, and I didn't have the inspiration anymore. Right. Um, I didn't really love it, honestly. It felt like a chore. Every time that I would pick it up, I just felt guilty for owning it, for, for having having this thing that I barely used. Um, I mean, I, you used it once a week because you were still going to lessons. Mm-hmm. But, but even that, I, I hated it. And it was yeah. nothing against my teacher. It was just that yeah. I didn't want to be in there anymore. Right. She's wonderful. It wasn't her. It was mm-hmm. just the where your passions were. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And I kind of started going into, I was like, okay, I'm going to start going into my art. And so I kind of was like working um, in that area. And I... Right. You started, made a lot of paintings last year. Yeah, I did. Um, and I think that's that season was hard because even as I was finding these things and kind of re-finding hobbies and things that I was interested in um I still kind of was like okay but this doesn't get me anywhere like realistically I can paint all day and make pretty things and play my guitar but that's not gonna get me out of um, high school so I definitely struggled with that for a while I'm just kind of feeling purposeless um but I also found that given my new amount of like free time which was the biggest thing Biggest blessing and a curse that ever existed. Um, but I also was trying to kind of push more into my relationships that I had. Um, and so those friendships that I had from school um, became harder and harder to keep up. And I think now I've sort of figured it out and I have mended things that didn't go well. Um, but I definitely didn't do the best job of that. And there were relationships that suffered because of me. Um, because of me leaving, and I have to, oops, sorry, someone's texting me, um, I have to, like, actually, I completely lost my train of thought, what was uh, I saying? You were talking about, like, mending relationships with friends, and yeah. working through all I was that. Yeah, I was just bad at it, I left, and it was hard, and they knew that, and they were supportive, and I just wasn't really there, um, so that kind of being stripped from me forced me to remember that like oh there's these people who are around me who love me and who've chosen to be my friend and I need to reevaluate and fix that um and that was also a really hard time there's just friendships that were shifting and changing um but I was also gaining new friendships um and it was just like a really I don't know it was just it was a delicate time I guess if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah and then this year has looked a lot different from last year mm-hmm. yeah. like right off okay so right off the bat you can drive this year. Mm-hmm. You couldn't last year. I think that also contributed to yeah, the isolation because torture, to be honest. Yeah, because all the time. um you are more of a homebody, but you still need to get out more than you were. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yeah, and trying to arrange that and stuff. So like one of the things that's been really nice this year is I love that you're able to um take a day and go spend it some time with your homeschooled friends and or, like, I'm going to drive to this school event and come back home. You know, like, mm-hmm. you can do that. And, it's and you know, as long as we have the vehicle capacity, it's totally fine for mm-hmm. us. And, and I love that you are able to say, well, I'm going to, you know, go do school at this coffee shop. Or I'm going to go out um, to my job 
and mm-hmm. come back. You know, all the things. Yeah. Granted, you're my ride now for <laughs> work, but <laughs> not every day. But, you know, enough days where people come in and they're like, oh, you're here in the office. I didn't see a car in the parking lot. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> it's not mine today. But that's just normal. But I just like that and we changed curriculums. Mm -hmm. I felt like we needed to really slim down what you were doing that like basically our plan this year was to look at what credits you still need to legally graduate from the state. Physically skeletal. Like what do I physically have to have in order to legally graduate? Yes. And and still it's enough. I mean you have enough of a class load. It's not like you're just doing like one subject and playing all day. It's I mean you've got the basics covered but Mm -hmm. As far as like what the state of Wisconsin requires, you're, you've got it. It's just that because it's not that full-fledged curriculum that we had last year, um, you ha- seem to have more time to, okay, you work eight hours a week at your job, or yeah, eight, eight hours a week at your job. You, you, you know, volunteer at church a lot. You have your friends that you go see, it seems like, once a week for like a full day. Um, you have time with your friends on the weekends you have time with a family and you're still getting all of your schoolwork done like Mm -hmm. you've got a mix of online classes and and it's nice I like I don't know how do you feel about the balance this year yeah I think um not even I think I know this year this school year just like I, I more of this school year has probably been one of the best school years of my life just it's been um so much in my own control um, but also not so incredibly easy that I get border lazy. Um, and so, yeah, the class load has been really good. Um, we've had to, like, switch things around. But it's just been very, very fulfilling, which is amazing for me. And um, I was talking to someone the other day, and I was saying, like, I've realized it comes with a toxicity at times, but I'd rather be stressed than bored. And that's been what this year has been, 100%. Like, yeah, it's been stressful a lot of the time, but I can't ever say that I was bored or not busy. Like I have been working towards my goals so hard and I've been able to pursue these dreams that I have, um, pursue, pursue relationships that I have, um, and just really put myself into the things that I want to see for my future. And it's incredibly exciting because um, if all goes well and I don't cop out, I'm gonna be graduating this year, um, which is amazing to me. And that leaves me with you know an extra legal, not even legal, but like based on the, how the system kind of is basically an extra year for me to study whatever I want with a potential gap year I don't intend to go to college um, so that just leaves me with even more time and it's just all becoming very real to me of how close everything is um, and so it's just been so exciting for me to be able to pursue these things that I'm interested in um, knowing full well that one of these avenues is going to be the one that I'm working towards in my life if not all of them um, I don't know it's just really exciting and it's what kind of keeps me going even when I'm kind of in the thick of it and it just mm-hmm. feels like Cause like everything is math and English and study, study, study. <laughs> well, I'm thankful that your math program this year is so much better yeah. and you're, you're getting it. You're understanding it. Like that was such a stressor for both for of sure. us because I was not capable of teaching what you needed. And, um, you know, short of hiring a tutor, we weren't finding the right. And it seems like we've hit it. Yeah, no, it's been really, really good. And I think, I, when I really think about this whole thing like for more than a second, really, I just have to realize how deep like God's hands are into it because there's so many different left and right turns that never, ever would have happened if it weren't for the one before it. Um, and I think it's really funny, honestly, where I thought I was going to be this time. 
Um, but there's no way that I could have known that this was God's plan. Um, and of course, it worked out amazingly. It is working out amazingly. Um, but if you would have told, you know, going into 10th grade Ellie before we'd have this conversation, hey, by the way, the next two years you're going to spend homeschooling, working in 110% on um, things that you're interested in, writing your own music, and building amazing relationships. I really would have thought you were stupid because I would have said... Good thing I didn't tell you that then. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing. It just didn't feel like it was in the cards. And so whenever I think about that, I just have to think about how crazy encouraging it is. And I hope encouraging to you guys because... Um, When I was going into this and I felt like this was God's yes, yes, yes. I mean, there were so many things, doors that shouldn't have been opening that were opening. And I kind of had a glimpse. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. And then just to have that door shut so incredibly hard. Like I was like, God, what the heck? Like, Mm. why did you get me this far? Make me cut so many ties. Make me take so many chances um, just for this to be a hard no. Like it felt like kind of a betrayal. Mm. Um, But... I could have had, I had, I had no idea what he was working in the meantime, what he was working in me. I guarantee if I'd been given that opportunity, I wouldn't have been able to stand it because of the person that I was, because of how selfish I was, because of where my intentions and goals were. Um, I needed him to shut that door on me and I needed him to build me up. Um, And that's not to say that where I am right now is my best. I know I'm going to continue to improve, but I say that because if you guys are in a situation where you felt like God's just slammed a door so hard, or you're just like, there's nothing even happening. I'm just like, why am I here? This feels awful. Um, I get it. <laughs> it kind of sucks, but you can't fully understand why it sucks and the reason that it needs to suck until you're through it. Um, and so, I mean, if I could tell myself when she was in the thick of it right then that you're going to get through this, you're going to be able to, you know, feel joyful again every single day. You're going to love the things that you love again. You're going to have friendships that last. And more importantly, you're going to have one of the deepest relationships with God that you've ever had. Um, That would have been the most encouraging thing to me in that time because it just feels like forever when you're in the middle of it, Mm. but it can't be forever. Um, So if you're in the middle of it, if you kind of just like feel like you're stuck, I hope this is encouraging to you um, that God everyone says it but God's got a plan and it doesn't really feel pretty when you're in it mm-hmm. until you look back and realize that that little little dip was really just that a little dip before he could rev you back up to do something amazing um, and it feels cheesy but I'm where I am, am today and I know that this isn't even the end I'm 16 I have my whole life ahead of me and I'm so incredibly excited to see what he has for me but I'm really grateful that these last two years have looked the way that they are because it's just set up my mindset to be so much more open um, for things to go wrong and to realize that that's part of it. That has to happen in order for things to go good. Make drop. Wow. That's very, very insightful. And I think that just what you've said is true. And we've seen tremendous growth in you as well from an outsider's perspective. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, well, that feels like a good place to, I mean, I don't know what you say after that. Like, and thank you. And thank you. Oh, okay. Is that what I should say? No, I was just... That's what I was saying. <laughs> you can say, you're welcome. You're welcome. For what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying what you're telling me to say right now. <laughs> There's actually cards. We've got... She's got them written out. Like, everything I've said... That. Don't tell them that. Oh, should I not no, lift the no, veil? No, no, no. Okay. Don't say that. Guys will never know how much is a joke. I know, like they can't see our expressions right now. I'm kidding. She does not have all my lines written out for me. It's 
just happened. Right? Right, you don't, right? There's a period after that. Why did you say an exclamation? Uh, I'll never get this right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope that this is encouraging to you guys. If it was, we'd love it if you would share it with someone who you also think would encourage. Um, you can also give us a rating and a review. We say it every time, and it really helps. And if you haven't already followed or downloaded our podcast, please do that. It's easier for you guys because you don't have to search it up every single time. And it's so good for us because it lets the algorithm know, hey, they downloaded it. They really mean business. We should send this to more people. And we say, yes, you should. Thank you. So, are you taking a B-Real or just a photo? No, it was a B-Real. <laughs> cool, guys. <laughs> We're really being real. Yes. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook uh, at the Goody Two Shoes Podcast, and that's where we kind of have updates about our episodes, but you can also just connect with us more there um, as far as just if you have episode ideas or if you're just like, hey, this was impactful, I wanted to let you know. We really love reading those. It's really special, and it's one of the things that keeps us going. Um, yeah, I wish we could reply. Actually, the app doesn't allow us. You guys yeah, leave so comments you, sometimes, and I'm all like, oh, I want to respond, and I can't. Yeah. Go to our go to our Instagram or Facebook if you want yeah. to like, have a conversation because we'd love to have a conversation with you. Those are some of the most encouraging things to look back on is just hearing how it impacted you guys um, because it's just more than we could ever know, and it's just all God um, really mm-hmm. bringing out our situations to impact you guys. So thank you again for listening. We love you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful October uh, full of lots of hot drinks and cozy sweatshirts. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.